Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So we've just walked back into our flat in London and um, we've just got off the well, a couple of hours ago, got off the plane from Dubai. And, can, they, right, when we're in a hot country, and I say to Lincoln, oh, my God, you know it's 30 degrees outside. Why are you dressed in a roll neck and a fleece? And then we get back to the UK where it's genuinely freezing, come in the flat, freezing, feel my hands. Yeah, you're freezing. No, I know I'm freezing. Yeah. And yet you're saying you're not putting the heating up. How are you? And I'm you're not, saying I'm you're. Not, I'm not cold. No, but I am cold. Oh, but I've put it up. You have put it up. Yes, I've just put it up. Because I, I really am like sh- shaky, shaky cold. Yeah, you're saying you put it up now, darling, on the podcast, but you were sort of saying you're not putting it up because of your secret remote controls that you have for heating all over the place. Uh. Anyway, it's. Um, we're trying desperately to flip the narrative in our heads about coming back from when you've been away and you've had such a fabulous time because it's so easy isn't it to come back and go oh god I hate being here it's so gray and it's so cold and everything's so miserable which it is though isn't it I've tried to flip the narrative in my own head but it's hard because I said let's let's not do that Let's think, well, we've had a wonderful time in Dubai. We've met some great people. I've hooked up with some other lovely people. Lincoln's, you know, had some great meetings about his art, which is what the purpose of the trip was. And so let's just think it was great. But it's, I'll tell you what about Dubai. There's many things wrong with Dubai. There's many things right with it. You feel so completely safe in Dubai. If you, this is what people told us yesterday, we went to the Dubai Mall, which I mean is, it's got an aquarium in it, hasn't it, with sharks and and then you've got the Dubai fountains. But of course, Lincoln and I, as we've told you before, who are the world's worst tourists, 
I say, let's, this is our last day, let's go and see the Dubai fountains that everybody's told us about. These amazing, beautiful fountains. That yeah, to be amazing, beautiful fountains. Everyone so says you've got lights, yeah, action. You've got to see the fountains. So we go, where's the fountains, please? Where's the fountains, please? Oh, they're just out there. They're just out there. So we go and we think, you know, we see where the fountains will be, but they're not on. So we think, oh, it's obviously in every 15 minutes. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just hang on. <clears throat> so it's quarter to two and we sit there and it's lovely just sitting out, people watching anyway. <clears throat> so we sit and we, you know, have a little chat and keep going. I can't see anybody to ask what time the next fountain is. Never mind, doesn't matter. You know, there's lots of people standing around, obviously waiting for the next fountain. Anyway, at about quarter past two, I wander over to a guy selling Turkish ice creams and, of course, have to buy one and um, say to him, hi, when's the next fountain show? And he said, six o'clock. 1.30 is the last one in the day and then six o'clock in every 20 minutes. And we arrived at 20 to 2. We arrived 20 to 2. So yet again, the world's worst tourists went to the Dubai Mall, went to the Dubai Mall fountains and never saw the fountains. So that's just us. People go to, say, people who've got lots of money and they go to the Gucci shop and they buy some Gucci shop things. Then they go to Fendi or they might go to Palm Angel or they go to whatever the designer shops are and they're they are wall to wall aren't they with the most expensive things in the world i was around the corner at h&m but you can buy all of your things you've got like six or seven bags of of lovely clothes and you think oh i'm going to be pottering around for another hour people apparently leave their bags of designer clothes outside of the store, not in the store being looked after by man who works there. They leave them outside the store and go shopping and nobody touches them. Not one person would touch them because everywhere has got CCTV cameras and if they were caught, it wouldn't be fun in Dubai. No. You'd go to jail. But they, they End of story. We, we don't police here yeah, anymore. Yeah, they, they over-police with lots of things in well, the UAE. we don't police here anymore. No, here no anymore. it's made us feel nervous about coming back because everybody says who lives there, you honestly... You know how people, when you go in a restaurant and you want to save a table while you go to the loo, they save a table with their laptops and phones. We were worried the other night, weren't we, when we went to the um, the crab claw place? Yeah, we saw that guy left his phone and his laptop there and just wandered and, off. And Lincoln kept saying, he's been away about 10 minutes. What, 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 you know, what's he filming, blah, blah, blah. And I said, it, that's just it. He's obviously met a friend or he's having a long time in the loo or whatever. Nobody ever gets anything stolen. And so they can, you know, people say that, they would let their kids go to the to the loo in a mall, you know, out of sight that they would never dream of doing in the UK. So it does give you that sense of of of, of security in that um, in that respect. And in Dubai, I'm not talking about the other UAE states because I don't know, but they are really moving forward with their laws about about other things to keep it more in keeping with the Western culture, which is really great news. Um, but when we were in the mall, we were having our sandwiches and our ice cream, but we were actually preparing ourselves to go to the gym because we were going to st we're starting our new gym regime, aren't we? Yeah, we are. And our friends Sarah and Rich have got um, raw gyms in, in the UK and they've just done one in Dubai. And I did a sort of jokey video the other day because I couldn't 
be bothered and I was talking to Sarah too much but Sarah said you are not leaving here the pair of you without coming and doing a workout so in the morning when we were at the mall and that we were thinking oh Oh. Can we just ring and say? Because I did have yeah. a little bit of a tricky tummy, didn't I? Yeah. And I thought, oh, we I'll just ring Sarah and say, out. should we just come, might just come for a cup of tea or a glass of water because we're, you know. Anyway, we went there and, and Sam was set up to train Lincoln and, um, and Sarah, Sarah was set up to train me. And we got into it within and an we, hour. And we did. And we really got into it and we really, we really enjoyed it and we're really going to. And where am I heading after this podcast? To gym. Exactly. Yeah. I am going for it. Yeah. I can't quite go today because I've got to go... And, well, actually, I don't need to get much shopping. I'll tell you why I don't. One of the things that um, we had to do the minute we walked in the door is um, I was doing a bit of uh, influencing. L- L- Lincoln wasn't in his swimming costume. That's how he likes to influence. But I was doing a genuine bit of influencing for HelloFresh. And I've never used HelloFresh before. And sometimes you are asked to influence things that you maybe aren't as committed to as you would be to others. But I am doing a project with HelloFresh. It's the first time. So I literally walked in with my suitcase. There it was downstairs. Because when you come into our London flats, there's sort of a... a, I feel very safe here because it's like a concierge and everything. And there they had the Hello box. Brought it up the stairs unpacked it it's got absolutely every single ingredient you need we were making a chicken what we, we no we did it together you maybe cooked it a bit more than me a butter chick quick butter chicken masala and it comes there's the chicken and there's the the the, the peas and there's what, what else is that all the spices, the spices. everything is creme cut fresh. and measured creme fresh everything garlic, ginger, everything that you need for the meal. And, um, and it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. And there's no waste because everything is measured for two people. And we've got another salmon dish in there for tomorrow. Yeah. And it was absolutely great. If you've got a busy life, it sounds like this is an advert, but I wouldn't be saying it. We've got the ingredients for serrano ham fig jam and mozzarella salad uh-huh and a black sesame salmon and honey miso sauce mm. they're very easy they are ri- for me to follow and very easy for me to cook oh. because i did actually do a little bit of the cooking which is the first time since christmas well i didn't cook at christmas but never mind the other thing that was waiting for us um <clears throat> as we walked into the flat was do 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 what darling a piano a piano so i have never played an instrument since the recorder and i was pretty good on the recorder but i just think they are the most pointless <laughs> instruments in the world because everybody hates the noise of them and whenever your child says they've got a recorder concert you always go oh my god but it did teach me to read music a little bit i can still remember little bits lincoln you should see lincoln's face with the faces he's pulling anyway i said to matty at christmas could i please have a keyboard and the obvious question was why well actually I don't know. I said why. Yeah, I don't know whether he said why. why. Did he say why? Yes. Um, I think he dreaded that I would learn a few songs and think that I could become the Linda McCartney of the 1975. (laughs) Do you remember when Paul 
McCartney set up wings and suddenly Linda was up there with her three songs that she knew on the keyboard. And um, anyway, I just decided that I was going to learn. So whether or not I learn with a teacher or Matty said that there's these great apps that you... Um, that you can use. So I just, it's something that I just want to sit down when I'm on my own in the flat, which is quite often, and just do something for me. So I came back and Matty's gone to LA a bit sooner than he expected. And so Flip, who's Matty's um, assistant, came over and um, set it all up for me in the bedroom. And it's white as well. It's this lovely white piano. I'd forgotten he'd got me a white one. Um, I haven't actually turned it on yet or anything, but um, I'm sure that fans of the podcast will be absolutely looking forward to... You can do, like, the jingle. The yes! You can do, like, the going out music. Yes! Good night. I mean, DK does... DK... I could be in, like, a nice swimsuit. Oh, my God. DK obviously does um, the production of it and the jingles and everything. But I think when people... You know, when I get a couple of weeks of learning under my belt, I think we may... Um, I might start it with, I don't know, I might start and end each one with a little Victoria Wood type of song. You never I know. Could, I could sing along. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you could. Um, oh. But I'm going to learn one for the next podcast or at least <laughs> no we could tour the country oh, no, you're not part of it lincoln part of no it. you're part of the podcast but you're not part of my piano life i didn't get it to become the renee and renato of the white city i could just be silent but dancing like next to you i'll make you look better because i can be quite flamboyant yeah okay well we'll have you know, I think if you did that, darling, you'll be influencing people never to play piano for the rest of their lives. But let's just see how we go. I've I've downloaded uh, um, a piano app. God, I'm freezing in here. Going back to um, Dubai, we came back on the plane. I we had to um, change our flights because I was meant to be coming back on the 27th. There was a problem with that flight. So I was coming back, I came back on the 28th. And Lincoln was coming back on the 5th because he was going to stay for Art Dubai. But then we got the news that our first grandchild was possibly going to be coming a little bit early. Mm -hmm. So we are sitting here waiting for news any day now that our little grandchild is here. This is, of course, Lincoln's son, uh, Lewis. So we've got... And his wife, Lizzie. And his wife, Lizzie, of course, but we've got Louis and Lewis. Lewis is mine, Lewis is Lincoln's. Um, so Lewis and Lizzie are expecting their first baby and it's any day now. And um, Lincoln was saying to me, because he's a tough guy, but he's got a little um, soft interior, what do you call it? Tough exterior, but he said to me on the plane when we landed, please don't tell me if the baby's arrived because I don't want to burst into tears on the flight because you're feeling quite emotional, aren't you? Yeah, I am, yeah, yeah, I am. Well, it's been, it's been like 31 years since a baby's been born into our family, so, like, Lewis is having a, a baby. I, it's, it's overwhelming for me. I, f I feel very connected to the whole situation, you know, very, like, I just wait into here. I want to be over there, but I don't want it to be old. Yeah, Lincoln's in a Premier Inn round the corner, sneaking round to see what's going on. But I want to be there, you know? I know. There. I know. Um, I mean, it's funny. You feel very no, excited. No, I, I feel very excited. I mean, you know, I really do. 
feel excited about it because I know that I'm not biologically connected, but Link, but Lewis is my son as far as I'm concerned. You know, but obviously when you are a blended family, you have to share the child out more because obviously there's us and then there's uh, Beverly, mm. your ex-wife, Link, uh, Lewis's mom, yeah. and then there's Lizzie's mum and dad, Andrew and Rosemary. So, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be fighting over the little fella, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but we're all, but we're all really, really excited. But no, I feel, I, I've, I feel very invested in it. But it's interesting because nowadays people tend to have the whole family in there. You know, when sometimes the mum's in there and the this is there. I, I was very happy just for it to be me and Tim at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think this yeah. is. No, no, I don't, she... I want to leave, I'm leaving them to it, but I want to be just around the corner. Oh, yeah. That's why sure. I needed to be back from Dubai. I needed to be back. Yeah, so that's how we got back. But the point being is that we couldn't get two seats together. So we were sitting, Lincoln was the seat in front of me. And we, of course, were both dreading who we got to sit next to us. We were thinking. Oh. If they were going to be nice, we would ask them to swap. But um, we didn't do that because they, they didn't offer to. And it was quite clear that the two guys that sat next to us had booked an aisle seat. So we didn't want to yeah. do it. And anyway, we were fine. But I just was waiting to see the guy in front who was sat next to Lincoln starting to make conversation and seeing, and seeing Lincoln wheedle out of it. Because once he was on an aeroplane. And he was in a seat. I wasn't on the plane. He was in a seat, and across the aisle was a woman, and she kept trying to engage him in conversation, and he doesn't want to do that. So he said he he put his ear, he sort of politely answered her question, and then made it quite clear he didn't want to talk. So he put his earphones in, and then she still kept trying to talk. And eventually, he leaned over and said, "I'm sorry, but I don't talk on aeroplanes. No, I don't talk when I'm travelling. I would have absolutely died if you'd said that in front of me, though, no, Lincoln." It's, it's, I think there's a lot of people that just say, look, sorry, I don't talk, I'm travelling. Oh, I know, but you know me, I'd end up talking for... I actually had I a nice guy. about me quite a lot. I think they've probably heard this before, actually. You mentioned this. You know, I know you don't understand it, but it's, it's, a, it's a good thing to have. Always put on the old Uber. Do not talk to me. You know when they say you could put notes or messages? I've never seen that before, but you told... But yeah. in America it's there, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, Silence, but I know, please. but I know. Anyway, I know. I think we have talked about that before, but it's yeah. just always really, nice. really, really, really Friendly. prevalent. Um, oh, as well, uh, yesterday, oh, God, um, I saw a TikTok image of bloody Matt Hancock. I know I always have to have Hancock's half hour on this or Hancock's two minutes on this podcast because no man aggravates me as much. Well, that's not strictly true, um, but Matt Hancock is up there. <clears throat> And he's a bloody Newcastle supporter. And there he is going, oh, it's... I can't, I can't think how he talks. But anyway, oh, God, that face of his. Um, and he's so annoying and so irritating and I can't stand him. Um, I, I, oh, God. Anyway, just he's a Newcastle supporter. Why is he a Newcastle supporter? He shares nothing in common with the wonderful Geordies and the wonderful uh, Newcastle supporters. Why is he a Newcastle supporter? Is he from there, Link? No, no I, don't, I have no idea. 
I've no idea. Yeah. Anyway, it just annoyed me singing the Newcastle top. And loads of people are saying as well that the sign Newcastle top he was wearing for the match on Sunday that he was wearing was one that he promised to auction off. So why is he wearing it and why is he not auctioned it off? Anyway, I'm, you know, Lincoln is not a football fan at all, which is brilliant for me. So I never have to have any music in my house, which is like, do, 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 do. Is that? Football. That, that sounds like no, it's not at all. Do 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 Upstairs in the hotel, there was this lovely sort of sort of burgery place called Crab and Claw or something, was it? Yeah, yeah. Crab Claw Barbecue. Yeah. And it was just up the stairs, and we went up there for something to eat, and oh, uh, the tea, delicious. it was delicious. The TVs were on, and I saw that Newcastle had been beaten, so I called Louis, and he did the old, I don't want to talk about it, Mum. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. We love hearing your comments. So if you listen to this podcast, I'd love it if you could leave a little review at the end of it because it really does help us get it out and push it forward. I'm loving doing it. And from the responses, you're enjoying listening to it. So if you can, leave a little review. I'd be really grateful. Thank you. One of the things about being away whether you're in Dubai or wherever you are, I don't know if you agree, listeners, but you tend to, I'll sort of scan the news in the morning on my phone, but you're not in, it's it's not in your face all the time, is it, Lincoln? No. It's really not. Not in, at all. In, well, in Dubai, it certainly isn't. I mean, it certainly isn't. But, but you feel kind of overwhelmed 
by the constant negativity of the news here. And obviously, only neg- uh, uh, only negative things get click-ons. You know, you never hear about a brilliant teenager who did something amazing this week. All we ever hear is about the bad te- teenagers. All we ever hear is about school riots. And I know that these things are going on, but... Everything I say on loose women, you never, you never really see the good things. You only see the negative things or people putting a negative twist because that's what get the, the click ons. And I get bought into it as much as anything. The papers were lovely about my swimsuit shot. Yeah. Weren't they? Yeah. They picked up on, they picked up on that and they were all, all of, all of the um, online media were very, very um, flattering about older bird in a, in a swimsuit because I mean, they were behind me doing it to sort of empower older women. Right. So that was so that was nice. So you know, credit credit where it's due. But um, I've come straight back into um, the news that um, it's looking increasingly likely. Likely, well, it, it never entered my head that it was anything else. That COVID did come from a lab leak, and yet people like myself, who were very vocal about COVID restrictions and about the. Um, the, the the reaction to COVID um, were called conspiracy theorists and shut down about things like that. And it's just yet one more theory that that has been proved to be completely true. I never believed the wet market story. But I just want to take this opportunity, Lincoln, because now that we're three years on, right, and you, you put up with a lot with my voice in COVID, you'll agree with that? Yeah. You know, especially because at the beginning, you didn't really know where I was coming from. You didn't know if you agreed with me. And also you were worried that my voice was going to get me into trouble because I was speaking out against the narrative. Yeah, absolutely. But I wasn't ever speaking out against the fact that COVID was a horrible virus. No. That was that was very dangerous to vulnerable old people or something we didn't talk enough to people who were morbidly obese. Um, I was just very angry about um, the COVID restrictions. And let me just tell you how it started, because it's a long time since I've spoken about it. But, you know, with the COVID investigations going on and now discovering that it was probably from a, from a lab, it just justifies a lot of the things that I and many other people said. But the time that this light went on, and for me was when the first lockdown happened, everybody bought into it. Everybody was quite frightened. We didn't know what was going on. The world became a very eerie eerie and sort of dystopian place, didn't it? It was was very weird. We were very lucky that it was such lovely weather and stuff, but it was was just a weird time. And, you know, you go on your one-hour walk and people jumping out the way and, you know, working on a TV show and there's a, well, actually that was the year after they're going around with a one, was it one meter or two meter, one meter stick, two meter 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 stick. So you couldn't touch people wearing hats with great big sticks coming out of them. So you couldn't go near. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. People being arrested on hilltops on their own in Wales with nobody there except the people who went to arrest them. People being arrested on the seafront for not wearing a mask. People in Australia, police going around parks, asking people to show them how if they actually had coffee in a cup to give them, because that's the only excuse they could have for taking their mask off momentarily. I mean, it was absolutely fucking crazy. But for me, it was when um, we had been um, locked down. 
the funeral situation was happening where people couldn't attend funerals. People were being arrested for moving towards their mother who had lost their partner of 50 years and threatened with arrest. People couldn't mourn their dead because they weren't allowed to go and watching the funeral of a loved one online. I mean, just horrendous things. Meanwhile, on a Thursday night, you were allowed well, you weren't allowed, this is what was happening, on Westminster Bridge, outside the Chelsea and Westminster Hospital, outside a hospital in Hertfordshire, outside a hospital in South Shields, suddenly, there's a carnival atmosphere. On a Thursday night, we were told to clap for carers, outside your house with a pot and pan. And that never happened. On Westminster Bridge, the fire engines were out, the police were out, Everybody was out turning it into a carnival situation. The nurses would come out the hospital and suddenly COVID vanished for a couple of hours on a Thursday night at these particular places. Um, and it just made me think, hang on, I saw the emperor with no clothes and I couldn't put those clothes back on because all of those people there were going home to vulnerable people or so we were told. And um, I just, as I say... I, I just realised that there was so much hypocrisy going on and it made me speak out. And I will never get over it. And when I was so angry about Matt Hancock in the jungle and people, Twitter people, you know, saying, oh, move on, for God's sake, move on, move on. I can't move on. I'll never move on from those days because there are people who will never be able to move on because they lost their business. You know, they, they shut the gyms down, the places where people could stay fit and healthy. You know, they trapped people in their homes with, with husbands who would, and well, wives who, who couldn't, they didn't have a release valve. It was all very well for those of us with the back gardens and everything and doing our banana breads, but it wasn't for the people that were locked in violent homes. And um, anyway, I, sorry, I just sometimes, when a new thing comes out, it's not a new thing. I never, I never personally thought that the coincidence of the, you know, Institute of Virology being in Wuhan and then that being from a bat soup. It just didn't make any sense to me. But anyway, there you go. Going, Sorry, rant over. Going back to Hancock, what, what do you think about... Well, I've, I haven't really asked you this question, but like Hancock, he's, he obviously had a big presence on television at that time and he wanted mm. to then continue that into a celebrity market. Well, they all do. Well, they all do. It's like that It's like that guy... What, what do you call that... Um, the guy with the blonde hair who says, uh, does he try to imply it, it? it's not a wig? I don't have a problem with him wearing a wig. But the, what do you call that politician? The one that was on first dates recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you mean. You know who I mean. Sure um, he's, trying, he's trying to be a, a, a celebrity now as well. And as I say, Matt Hancock turning up in the audience of Dancing on Ice two, two weeks ago. What for? He wasn't even supporting anybody on Dancing on Ice. Why was he even there? And it just makes me so sick that this guy, and now he's formed a production company or something. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that people haven't got a right to move on after being a, a politician, but I just think that there has to be consequences and, I, and, I, and I, I, I don't see it, you know? I mean, Carol Vorderman, my mate Carol, is really flying the flag for many of the injustices that were done. Oh. And many of those injustices yeah. were done on that VIP lane as well. I know I sometimes repeat myself on here, partly because I'm getting old and I can't remember uh, uh, certain things, but also there's certain things which those of you who know me by now will know that I just get so irate about. But the Good Law Project, 
right, or a great organization, they are spending a lot of money and constantly trying to raise money to be able to do what the law in this country should be doing, which is holding some of these people to account. And they're one of the only law firms doing it. And it's absolutely appalling. And it just makes me sick. Um, Anyway. Right. That was my little. Uh, that was that. my little yeah. Hancock's uh, yeah. Hancock's yeah, half hour. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what we have got tonight, though, Lincoln. We've got Albert coming round to give us a massage. I feel like my shoulders are so. Oh, with the. Do you? Yeah, go on, Albert. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like Albert coming round to do it to do a little massage. Good. Um, so I really think. Oh, did you see as well? When the newspapers go on about Audrey Plaza, stylist, um, and it says, did you see that, Lincoln, that photo? Mm-hmm. It's So basically, this actress called Aubrey Plaza, who's in White Lotus, that we're going to start watching. Yeah. I know you don't fancy it, but we were late to Happy Valley. We absolutely loved no, it. M- and everyone is saying now, Mark, 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 Mark Warren, Mark, your Mark, best friend. Mark Warren said it's great. It's absolutely great. And everyone's saying it's brilliant. We've never watched it yet. But anyway, there's this... Right, so it says here in the Mail Online, um, Audrey Plaza stylist defends actress revealing um, SAG Awards gold cutout gown after wardrobe malfunction led to furious onstage moment. And it's always going, fans were outraged. Basically, somebody pointed out to her that a boob was slipping out from under that thing and she mouths, Jesus Christ, like that. But her stylist is now saying that she wanted under, they wanted under boob. Don't you think under boob is the most unattractive fashion. What do you think? I'd never wear under boob. Would you not? No. I always, when if I, when I've got the, the top of the cover, has got to cover the whole boob. I can't have boob showing. When you're in your My Red Swimming costume? Any of them. You don't like boob showing? First thing I look for. Under boob? Yep. Oh, right, okay. Do you think you'd lose a lot of your influencing gigs if you showed under boob? Definitely. Right, one okay. Of the golden rules, never show the underboob. Is it? Yeah. I just look at that woman no, I and I think either. she's really attractive and gorgeous. Yeah. But I don't think that underboob on the loveliest figure with the loveliest pert little boobs rather than keepy uppy boobs like mine. I mean god, underboob it would be down to me knee. But even if I had those little pert boobs, yeah. I don't like the underboob look. No. I don't like the flattened down boob. If you're going to get your boobs out, get them with a nice decolletage, with a nice cleavage. Don't do underboob. Anyway, Aubrey, sorry, you're a beautiful woman. Yeah. But I don't like your underboob. Right, um, okay. So, um... Any other wardrobe malfunctions that you've been seeing recently? No. I don't... No. I don't think... I don't... I don't really think so. I mean, I know I, I very rarely, and it, it isn't a criticism, it's just my personal choice, because I hate it when they do worse dress and everything. I think that she looked absolutely beautiful. I just would have preferred it to be a, a fuller a fuller top. Yeah. That's all. But um, it just makes me laugh with the way they go, you know, view, so, what's it with me? It's always, viewers are outraged. They're always outraged, and they mean like one Twitter follower. Yeah. Um, but anyway... So, we're back. We're, uh, we're cracking on. We're going to get fit, aren't we? We are going to get fit. We are going to get I fit. I because we're going to... I'm going. I'm yeah. going to in a minute. We've got a couple of nice projects coming up later in the year. And we want to be... Um, we just want to be looking and feeling our best, don't we, darling? Absolutely. And also, we've got going to have a grandson to run around afterwards. After. Yep. yep. 
We've got so the piano to play. We've got the piano to play. Oh, going on. Got yeah. to report back on. I'm off to see um, my friend Brenda's um, launch of her amazing, Brenda Endwood's launch of her new amazing QVC line tomorrow. So yeah. I know I'm going to be quite emotional because Brenda's had a year that, you know, well, no, it shouldn't happen to anybody. But she's she's cracking on. She's making a wonderful life for her and Tanisha and um, keeping Jamal's um, legacy alive. And, and she works tirelessly. So I'm thrilled that QVC are celebrating her with their own range. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I know I'm going to buy a couple of things tomorrow, darling. Yep. So there you go. Absolutely. So, yeah, we've got that. And then, oh, we've got another photo shoot on the... the Day after tomorrow, like a personal photo shoot. Have you remembered that? Yeah, of course I've. Of course you have. Yeah. So we've got we've what got that. What do you want me in? And then and, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't decided yet, darling. And then I've got loose. And then, um, well, it all depends. And then next time we talk to you, in fact, I would imagine that we, well, we'll 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 tell you. It'll be the grandchild. Will without a doubt be the next podcast. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So, uh, we're so excited. we're very, very excited. Nan Nana and Grand, I wanted Nana and Grandpa because my mum and dad were Nana and Grandpa. But I think Lincoln wants Granddad. Yeah, Granddad. You want Granddad? Yeah. So it'll be Nana and Granddad. Fifty for us. Granddad swimsuits. Yeah, fifty Granddad in a swimsuit. Well, I grew up with a father in drag, so you know this one's um, going to be no different. So um, that's it, really. So lots and lots of love to you. We've had some amazing um, responses uh, to uh, last week's podcast already. We've had some lovely emails. And um, and you know what? We had a lovely email just now, actually, from a guy called David listening from uh, Cape Town. And he said that he, he loves the fact that it isn't just... Um, it, that the podcast isn't just based on one thing, that it, it is just us picking up a microphone and talking about what we've been doing. That's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but that's what people seem to be enjoying, isn't it? Yeah, my idea. Well, it wasn't your idea. Okay. But no, it was it was your idea to not make it like a mental health podcast or this podcast or that podcast. Yeah, it's, sort it's of, just your life. Cause yeah. Because it's, it's yeah. crazy, full and fun. Yeah. But we are going to LA soon and you're going to have to come with me on the Bravo journey because, yeah. um, you know, I'm Bravo obsessed and Real Housewife upset and obsessed and I have got some um, Bravo interviews lined up for when I'm in LA. So lots and lots of love to you all. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you want us to talk about. And um, yeah, yeah, keep over, smiling. Over and out. Over and out. <laughs> So guys, if there's anything that you've ever heard me talking about that you'd like to hear more of, or indeed anything you can suggest that me, DK and Lincoln can bring to the table, contact me on deniswelshpod at gmail.com. And um, indeed, if you've got any questions, ask away. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs>